0: Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we look at the latest comics and other media featuring the Transformers. On this episode, we jump back into the first season of Transformers Earthspark as we review episodes 7 and 8 of the newest Transformers animated series. Today is Friday, February 17th, 2023, and this is episode 325 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to
1: Transmissions Alt Mode. The podcast that started off as friends, but became family. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the
2: excellent transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Let's talk Transformers. You can't choose
3: your family. <laughs> Love you guys too. I got pop all over my keyboard with that.
1: <laughs>
0: it serves you right.
3: <laughs> it was worth
1: it. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for your continued contributions. We really appreciate that support. And this week we are welcoming our newest Donatron, Craig, who signed up for a whole year as a goodie bag Donatron. So, Craig, thank you for signing up. Craig is a returning Donatron, so thank you for coming back, Craig. And we hope you are enjoying the podcast and enjoying watching and listening. So
3: I thought we didn't use Craig anymore.
0: <laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't put Craig to work anymore.
1: oh Okay, it's a different Craig. This, this Craig. This. This is the good Craig, not the. Not the bad Craig. <laughs>
2: not the okay. Discord recording bot. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are a Donatron, you get a bunch of perks. You
1: get access to some of our bonus content, and uh, at Goodie Bag level, you get access to some some merch. So Craig will be getting some merchandise over the year. Uh, every every uh, three months or so, so uh, Craig will look forward to that. We also have bonus shows, including our regular bonus show, "We Like Big Bots." That's done by Daryl and Doctor Pants. So we've got ten episodes of "We Like Big Bots" up on our Patreon page, so you can go check that out. If you are a Donatron, you have immediate access to all ten episodes. You can watch them. Uh, And just binge them if you want. Watch them all together. And uh, lots of cool big bots uh, to look at. There are more coming on the way. It'll be... We're just uh, in the We're having, you know, a little bit of a hiatus. But that will be back uh, in a little while. So take a look at those 10 episodes. Maybe you have suggestions for bots that Daryl and Dr. Pan should cover. Send them in. Uh, They will be considered. (laughs) I don't know if they will be
3: honored. (laughs) they need to be big yeah they need to be bots
0: and the show is just on one of those mid-season hiatuses that's all popular
2: these days
3: yeah i mean everyone's (laughs) doing it
2: all right and of course we've got our
1: live play rpg transformers live play rpg podcast empire of rust this week, we have the latest episode in the regular main feed. That's at TransmissionsPodcast.com slash Rust. This is episode 95, The Gravitas of Navitas. So you can check that out. Uh, you don't have to be a Donatron to get access to Empire of Rust, but you do get the bonus versions that are, come out a week early and have lots of extra content in them. And those, those seem to be popular with the Empire of Rust listeners. So... If you are an Empire of Rust fan and want to get access to that bonus content, check out our Patreon page, Become a Donatrion, and you'll get access to that. All right, uh, now let's jump into our reviews
2: of Transformers Earthspark. Okay, we've got
1: two episodes of Transformers Earthspark we're going to talk about so we're coming to close to the end of this first uh, the first season here so we're doing spoil these are spoiler filled reviews so we've got lots of spoilers this is your warning now we're, we're doing all spoilers for these two episodes so if you haven't watched them yet and you don't want to be spoiled uh, shut off the podcast stop watching and go watch the episodes first um, as we are going in depth on episode seven friends and family and episode eight decoy. So these were, uh, these were two interesting episodes. I definitely think uh, episode eight was the more exciting of the two, but uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but episode seven friends and family, this one uh, was a, uh, you know, the, it's, it's interesting how the, uh, the season for earth spark has been broken up at like He had one kind of, you know, sitcom-y family episode, and then one kind of action adventure episode, and it's been kind of doing that pattern for the the last few episodes here, and and so interesting to see them side by side. So episode seven was kind of the the kid focused uh, family episode. Mo and Robbie are preparing for their first day of school. They're in the new town, Whitwicki. You know, it's it's a slow paced uh, you know country town, not like. Philly you know, the big city Philly,
0: you mean Philly, that's what they call Philadelphia, <laughs> yes, that's what
1: they call Philadelphia, <laughs> but uh yeah, um, and uh, it was you know, it's a it's a cute episode, it starts off with uh, the the emotions of the between the kids and the Terran bots. Is going a little bit uh it's getting a little bit crazy because uh, the Terrans are feeling all the the mixed emotions of Robbie and Malt Mo, uh, Moe and Robbie as they're um you know preparing for school they're a little bit nervous and then school is is kind of like they, apparently it's such a small town they don't even have enough kids for multiple classes <laughs> so like everyone's like uh, or I guess moe's class like the teacher was mine yeah, the teacher wasn't there, and so she had to stay with uh, with Robbie. But uh, it, yeah, it's it's a pretty small class. <laughs> Maybe they just uh, you know didn't have enough uh, budget to animate a lot of kids <laughs> for the um you know for the cartoon. But uh, Mo and Robbie, uh, their their first day goes okay until like they get some emotion feedback overload, where when Twitch and Thrash start having the, like these glitches, and then it actually pushes them it pushes it into Mo and robbie so they like they start glitching out the same way the bots are and that's kind of weird uh of course Mo and robbie are not happy about that they get a little bit they come out and tell you know tell the, the terrans to buzz off you know they'll see him after school and they you know that's they're a little bit sad about that but then uh we find out that the terrans are actually uh they're suffering from some kind of low energon sickness where they they, they and apparently the weird th- and bubblebee asked like when was the last time they had energon they never had energon so our terran robots they're transformers but they don't need energon What? that's a surprise and um uh, and then later on, eventually you find out that they, the Ter- the Terrans are drawn to this underground uh, pool of, you know, special Transformer water <laughs> that was put there. And it's not clear how it got there, but probably has something to do with um, the, you know, where they're, they're, the origin of the Terran, like the Terran, that cave that the Terrans came from. Uh, whoever created that, you know, where the, their sparks were generated probably created this cave um i believe we get some more information about that in the last two episodes of uh of the series and so we'll talk about that when we do that review i don't want to you know give anything more away than what's in this episode uh but yeah so they find this this pool of of water and it revives them so it it the they they, they don't they're no longer glitching out they're no longer suffering from energon poisoning but they don't have any more energon in them they they don't need energon at all they're since they're not you know they're they're transformers they're not cybertronian they are earth-based transformers so they can survive without energon which is interesting so uh and uh Of course, in the middle there we had uh, the bumblebee and the and the human kids looking for the Terrans as they as they wandered off, and we had some uh, some nice comedy interactions with a raccoon with bumblebee. So bumblebee made a new friend, Uh, and and that was it. I mean, it's a it it was a pretty self contained story. With you know the one little interesting bit about the Terrans not needing energon, that was the you know one interesting thing. But the whole focus was on the the terran bots being a little bit sad that they're missing their human brother and sister but they realize that they each have they you know know, they get to do human things but the bots get to do transformer things so it's okay they're still family and they still love each other and you know blah 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 it's fun it's fine
2: (laughs) so uh daryl what did you think of this first episode was kind of lame.
3: <laughs> um a lot of touchy feely stuff in this first episode that uh really I was I didn't want to have to like I don't think really needed to be in a transformer show. Again, this is for kids, so I'm trying to this isn't Transformers Prime, which was definitely up more up my alley, but uh this, I mean They didn't, they better, they better come back and answer what the hell was with the water. Like they just kind of splashed water on them and then they all got better. Um, so there better be some kind of resolution to that. Um, because if they just kind of have to sit, go and kind of take a bath every now and then, like here's the lesson kids to stay healthy. (laughs) You have to bathe, (laughs) (laughs) you know,
1: um, on, I've seen, I don't know if you, if you've seen, if they have these infomercials in Canada, but on, on TV in the U S, there's this crazy, uh, televangelist who sells this magic life water <laughs> that, <laughs> and he says, you buy this water and you'll have, you know, you'll get fame and fortune because send the, send a hundred dollars and you get this, the, the you know, the Jesus life water that'll, that'll help you out. Um, Maybe it's
3: Uh, that I don't uh, know. No, the only ones that I see around here are Doctor Ho, and he's got the shit that makes your muscles bounce and stuff. He's got the (laughs) (laughs) he just puts electrodes on your on your on your body, and you're just it's like oh now I'm I'm working out. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I mean the first episode was I mean you know it's it's full of nice little you know. Family lessons and stuff like that, but uh, just, it was lame. It's for it the kids, lame. Daryl. It's for the kids. I know, but why can't the kids be excited? You know, get some excitement too. Transformer shows, you know, isn't strawberry shortcake? They, got, they almost, they almost
1: shot him. I mean, that was the the. the you see Twitch turning her gun on the humans. You are like, is she going to shoot her brother and sister? <laughs> oh. Oh, my God.
2: You <laughs> really just needed a Snickers.
1: <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy, what did you think? I uh, Much the same. I mean, I would say the, the first two-thirds of this. No,
3: no, you can't just say, I agree with Daryl. I want you to say, it was lame. I want the <laughs> words, it was lame, to come out of your mouth. I'm getting there. Don't just fall in behind me and, and let me take the heat on this. Cause I'm, I'm <laughs> If you let me finish my okay. sentence. All
1: right. All right. <laughs> Daryl, you Daryl, you had your time. The floor is now for Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> As Daryl said, <laughs>
0: the, the first two thirds of this, I thought was a little lame. It, it just, I don't know. It,
2: it, it, the, the school stuff was dumb. The, you know, do they not have substitute teachers? I mean, I know teacher
0: staffing in the U S right now, there's, you know, issues with, you know, shortages are everywhere, but there's no substitute. So you have to put Mo in with the class of older kids. I don't know. And the teacher was just ridiculous.
1: Weird. Yeah. Very weird.
0: And (laughs) does, you know, is the entire day, this drama class.
1: It's important. It, apparently, yeah. Oh, a, a drama class where you open your Cybertronian history textbook.
0: Forgot right. That. Yeah, that, that. And then what was the app the teacher was checking? Like he he took them outside so he could check the app on his phone. His dating
2: app. Uh, That's date, what they said. Yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the, that teacher is is just, you know, quality material right there. It, I I can't see any any problems with, you know, real teachers doing that once we get into the like the low energon stuff where the um the Terrans you know are out into the woods and the cave stuff that's where it started to get interesting uh, i really you know i am interested in the you know what's up with the Terrans like you know their their origins and stuff we didn't get a lot of that in this episode but that that point where you you know, you mentioned twitch was about to shoot at Mo, you know, the tension was real
2: in that, I mean, you know, that, that, that scene was good, but it just, it wasn't enough of, of that
0: in this episode, there was too much of the school stuff, which I, I feel like that could have been shortened a lot. And we could have gotten a lot more exposition on the origin of the Terrans. But also that magic water, they were laying in the water <laughs> and it wasn't doing anything until it was splashed on their face or splashed on. I think just one of their faces. And then suddenly it worked for yeah. both of them. It, the the internal continuity of what they're doing in the show. Isn't really lining up
2: it within the same episode, but like they're said, it's for kids, but it just, this episode was a little frustrating for me.
3: Be happy, Daryl. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah. Send your hate mail to uh, Daryl and Jeremy at (laughs) Um, Transmissions.com. It's like those scenes in movies where somebody's dying or dead on the ground, and they don't come back until their love interest cries and their tear hits their face. (laughs) You
1: basically
0: see that with just like a little bit of water. That's exactly what they just did.
3: Yes. So the planet cried. It hit their face, <laughs> and they came back to
2: life. I guess it's better. We than have a problem the, with that. I don't understand. Yeah, I guess it's better than the kiss trope of of that. Right, crying is a little more acceptable for a kids' show. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's friends and family.
1: Let's move on to decoy, which uh, I think was a much more exciting, interesting episode. We have uh the uh we have Optimus and Megatron chasing down the Casseticons. We've got Ravage, Laser Beak, and is it was it Frenzy? Yeah. Or Rumble? I can't remember. It, was, <laughs> it was, Frenzy. was Frenzy or Rumble. It was Frenzy,
2: okay. And Frenzy was a girl. Punk a punk rocker, goth girl. In, in purple. Yeah. <laughs> so Frenzy is purple slash blue.
1: <laughs> so uh, th- this was it. Yeah, this was interesting. So we get a little bit more of the dynamics of what's going on with the state of the Decepticons here. So the and the cassettes, the are treated as kind of chill children Decepticons. It, it, I mean, that's what it, it seems like. It's and particularly Soundwave's children. So. Uh, it's interesting that they're you know they're like they're like turbo revving young punks. They're, they gotta, they got they got a cat, so Optimus and Megatron have to catch the these they are causing trouble, and then they call for backup, and Bumblebee goes in. Oh, backup! So uh, I'll, I I got to go in, but he can't leave the uh, the Terrans and the humans alone. So which is lucky because RC shows up, RC looking awesome in her like classic car mode which uh was that i believe was this an inspiration from the like the transformers versus terminator uh comic or i can't really no, like... i
3: mean her uh, her mode in this is uh, i think it's a 57 chevy um so okay. it's in the transformers versus terminator she was a ford mustang oh, okay it's su- i think right. it's supposed to be a 57 chevy but it's uh, i mean it's it's approximation right
0: yeah mm-hmm. without having to actually pay
3: chevy
1: <laughs> right <laughs> but i i do i definitely i think rc looked awesome in uh and this model here i i wonder if this is i mean we haven't seen an R like a hint of an rc Earthspark toy have we um so if this if this toy gets made i think this looks really cool and it, it's funny that she her personality was very interesting she's very much like the you know rough and tumble uh Badass, and everyone like is she's like a hero. Everyone knows about her, and then she has an an unorthodox teaching style where she just basically
0: (laughs) Mister Miyagi teaching style
1: (laughs) pushes your buttons until you you decide you don't want to take it anymore. She says, "Oh, you you realize that was the test, (laughs) so you're done." So yeah, that was interesting to see her take her teaching style compared to Bumblebee. Um. And then later at the end of the episode, all the bots help out fighting, this Cassetticons and Soundwave, which was very cool to see Soundwave here. Soundwave as a stealth bomber in his alt mode, uh, working with the three Cassetticons. Uh, and Robbie doesn't know what a cassette is, which uh, that's that's accurate for kids these days. They, they they would not know what a cassette is. Uh And then at the end, uh also I mean and. Jeremy, this continues the, um, your you know, your theory that Optimus Prime is a huge jerk because Optimus and Megatron argue about how Decepticons should be treated. And, you know, the Megatron in particular is not happy that you put the, those mode lock or straining bolts on the cassettecons to lock them in cassette mode. He's like, yeah, he's very against that. Yeah. And. Optimus Prime is, you know, he's like, well, we made, we had to make compromises to, to work with, to work with the humans and work with Ghost, and Megatron's not happy about all those compromises. But then you see like the differences between Megatron, who apparently is willing to work with Optimus Prime for the good of all Transformers on Earth, but then Soundwave is still, you know, diehard Decepticon and calls Megatron a traitor, which, you know that that's really interesting to see a universe where Soundwave and Megatron are at really at direct odds. I mean, you you don't see that very often. So, and seeing you know Megatron, you you know you never you don't see Megatron fighting with Laserbeak and Ravage and uh, and you know turning his fusion cannon on them. So at one point, so. Just an interesting, uh, and interesting dynamic here, but, uh, this, this definitely gives us a little bit more insight into the state of the Autobots and Decepticons. Uh, some Decepticons are not, you know, are still not willing to give up the fight. And yeah, calling Megatron a traitor and be for basically betraying the Decepticon cause. Um, so very interesting, but then at the end, uh, you have, Optimus basically uh, saying, "Well, uh, if you if you're gonna vouch for the these cassette Decepticons, we'll let them go." And Megatron, thanks. Opt the, the dynamic between Optimus and Megatron is you know work colleagues look like friends. I mean, really interesting. And then he, they let the cassettes go and. Frenzy and Laserbeak are are just gonna go off, and you know they want to live free. But then Ravage, no, Ravage is loyal to Soundwave, so he goes in with Soundwave, and
2: uh, that wasn't really Ravage. Oh, what was it? Wait, did you not the last scene? Yeah, but the Ravage that went away was a decoy. Oh i thought it was i thought he just
1: snuck back and somehow I mean, got
2: back into his chest i don't he, know it, no it
0: was a decoy and the real ravage was in his chest
1: oh okay he, he tricked you too yeah he did he did <laughs> clearly clearly um but yeah so uh, and then of course they'll at the very end we so that ravage will probably release all those septicons in ghost uh custody but you do see Starscream is also in custody there. And I believe in the credits, it was voiced Starscream was voiced by Steve Bloom, who also did Starscream and Transformers yeah. Prime. So that was nice to see. Uh, oh, you,
2: you got the credits. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, good job, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> Soundwave, uh, the, the voice on Soundwave, I thought was also very good.
2: Yeah. The modulation and stuff was good, but the voice itself, you know, a very good sound. A very mm-hmm. good sound. Voice.
1: And yeah, and even the Terrans got into the. Terrans were, uh, were at the same size as the, as the cassetticons. So they, they could fight the cassetticons a little bit. They, they, they wrestled for a little bit. And that was cute. Um, and, Soundwave, like, the one thing I thought was also interesting, Soundwave was kind of a match for both Optimus and Megatron. I think maybe they were not, since since the war is over, they're not, like, going full, you know, I guess full power on each other. But Soundwave seemed to be, you know, he's a, he seemed to be a threat to both Megatron and Optimus. So, that was interesting.
2: Megatron wasn't using think- his fusion cannon, though.
3: Yeah, that's what I was just going
2: to yeah. say. That's true. So, Jeremy, uh, what did you think of this episode?
0: This was a great episode. I, I really enjoyed it. it. Starting off with Optimus and Megatron fighting the cassette, that's you, you, it's telling me right away that this is going to be an interesting episode. Um, and this is like making Optimus more palatable to me. This, this whole episode did that. And you're starting to see some of his motivations for why he has been such a jerk. And even at the end, he kind of admitted some of Megatron's harsh words in the beginning kind of got through to him, and he's like, I needed to hear that. So, you know, I'm hoping that as we get into the season two, or or, I don't know, season two or second half of season one uh, in March, if this is going to carry on or if it'll just be something that's just kind of forgotten. We'll have to see about that, but Really good character work on Megatron and Optimus in this episode. Uh I, I see a lot of the IDW, R I D, and uh more than me CI Megatron. It some lots of inspirations here where you know the war is over. He doesn't want to fight the Decepticons, but he's seeing, you know, for the greater good, although the the stasis lock devices are just completely unpalatable to him and he will not even touch them you know he won't use those which you know i just i really like
2: megatron's character in this show overall but this episode in particular um rc was great um the i at first i was like what is you know how she has
0: them digging trenches what's going on here and you know, when it reveals that she was going to just see how far they would go before they finally stood up to her and said, this is stupid. And she's like, there's your lesson. Don't be a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's a good lesson for kids, too. You know, it's a uh, kids need to, to know, you know, think about what you're doing. Don't just blindly follow
2: orders. You know, it, it, you, know you, you can say no if you think it, it's a stupid thing to do. Um, But
0: overall, I I really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. And the sound wave bit at the end, I thought was very interesting. And just hearing Steve Bloom as Starscream again, I, I can't wait till we get more of him because
2: Steve Bloom is the modern Starscream voice and we just need more of him and everything. Yep. Cool. Alright, Daryl, uh was this
3: one lame? No. This one this is what I'm talking about. This is the this was a good episode. I re- I really enjoyed this one. Um yeah, the uh the whole part about the the kids trying to uh or getting taught by RC, that was kind of fun. I, I really enjoyed seeing RC show up. Um I I liked her alt her alt mode. Uh I thought, you know what, there's gonna be people who have classic cars and stuff like that, why not have some of the transformers be classic cars too? It's a great choice. You know, she stands out like a sore thumb being the hot pink, you know, and, and and also being this like fifties era Chevrolet. But, uh, you know, that also fits in with transformers that, uh, generally they're not really hidden even in their alt mode. So, um, but, uh, race cars still, don't I really, just
1: drive around the street all the time
3: yeah so i mean you've got this this 50s era pink chevy sitting next to this incredibly rare exotic you know yellow <laughs> sports car and a giant transport truck and a uh, uh like a vtol helicopter why not <laughs> like they're all kind of hang out together um <laughs> so i yeah it's uh um But yeah, no, I really like seeing RC. She was, she was a great addition to the uh, show and she had a little, a lot of comic relief with the kids. Um, the, uh, the the fighting with the, with the cassette bots was great. I really enjoyed seeing, uh, Frenzy in the, uh, with the, the gender swap role. I thought, you know what? Why not? Why not have, you know, one of them be a, a girl? Right. It's her weapon. Was messed up. She just kept playing a guitar, and it was a sh- <laughs> it was how she shot her gun. Like that's a little weird. Like <laughs> I don't know how you control that thing. Just kind of point it and just right. Just aiming must be the oh, a- yeah. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. So, um, but it, yeah, it matches
1: with her like her sonic powers. She's frenzy, so she's got sonic powers. You know, right?
3: S- still, I mean, come on, like. S- s- ridiculous <laughs> so um but i i really enjoyed the look of a frenzy i thought that uh, uh i couldn't figure out how they would make a figure out of out of that character like i don't see how the transformation works even into uh a, a cassette shape but whatever uh ravage and laser beak showing up Cool, great original characters, you know, get them back. Soundwave was awesome. Like, I really liked seeing Soundwave. His look was just intense. Like, he's kind of like Starscream is obviously locked up. So, you know, Soundwave is kind of the de facto leader right now, I would say. I mean, well, he's locked up now, too. But uh, something's there's some plan going on, right? So there's something happening here. Um, my question was, is if Ravage that we saw out, you know, fighting with the other cassette bots was the decoy and the real Ravage was in Soundwave's chest the whole time, who was like, who was the Ravage that was running around? Like, it wasn't a hologram, right? Because it was interacting with things. So what was that Ravage? Like, is so, I mean, is there, are there two ravages? What my, that's, that's kind of the question I have coming out of this episode is, is so you have, you have that ravage that's out on the, uh, on the, you know, fighting with the rest of them, but then you forward with Soundwave and he gets locked up and then he kind of ejects a ravage from his chest and it's the real ravage. So the one that was fighting with everybody is, question mark who who is that
2: i mean that's why i thought i thought it
1: i thought there was just one ravage i thought when ravage like left the other cassette bots he went and just rejoined soundwave like he snuck into soundwave's chest later on cuz that's what that's what i thought happened <laughs> so i don't know
0: i just assumed it was like a hollow matter thing mm. that lasted for a, an amount of time I'm sure we'll find out. And can I say that the the design for Ravage and Laserbeak were just great. Ravage in particular. Just, mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
3: they look fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they were awesome. They look good. They they have a the the they have this nice cartoon quality to them that you know you can tell that these are cartoon. You know, these are characters for the cartoon, but they also they also look badass enough that, to be bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, I thought that the whole fight sequence was great as well. Uh, the whole episode was just fantastic. Um, the whole the dialogue between Optimus being kind of like this—I don't know—he was a bit of a jerk. I mean, I can understand him wanting to use the uh, like the, the 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 alt mode locks, you know, because they're they're immobilized in their tape, you know, form. Right, they can't do anything. And if he's just using them for transportation at that point, like you're not storing them in this, this alt mode, right? You're just kind of transporting them in that alt mode. So you don't want any kind of trouble. I understand would be, that would be the time when you would use these alt mode locks. Um, You know, I I don't, I mean, personally, I don't have any problem with that, but I can see how Megatron being, you know, reformed would want to, Give, give the the benefit of the doubt.
0: Yeah, one thing that I, I also wanted to bring up, I forgot, that was when Megatron was talking to Optimus, he mentioned that the humans control where Decepticons live and what form they take in relationship to the the alt-mode locks. But I mean, where they live, is are they going to bring up some sort of like, like what we saw in the beginning parts of R.I.D., the comic where the Decepticons were basically kind of forced to live in this
3: um these ruins maybe they have this maybe like this, second this com, and, commune this this yeah. camp or something like that they've given them i mean uh, that would
0: be pretty deep for a kids show well
3: yeah i mean I we're that, we're halfway through the season uh the first half of season 1 i guess you know and it wasn't until uh the the most recent it wasn't until cyberverse kind of got its foot its feet on the ground that it actually got good Mm -hmm. because you know this one's definitely got a you know a, a few episodes that are good so far um i can see them you know ramping up and getting a little bit more deep
1: yeah and then we we also get a little bit another tidbit about bumblebee being like his his, they basically faked bumblebee's death and ghost doesn't know that bumblebee is still alive and if they did know he was alive there would be questions i wonder what those questions would be about exactly what were the circumstances of bumblebee's death so Mm -hmm. that's another question that we haven't gotten an answer to which uh, i think is interesting of course they're not doing it they're not really doing a good job of hiding bumblebee like he's like if he's going like the Decepticons are, can say, "Hey, I saw Bumblebee. He's still alive." Like they're not—they're not, they're not going to keep his secret for him.
0: Do we really believe yeah. Ghost doesn't have satellites looking down at the Malto's uh, farm?
1: Well, I mean, Ghost—they're—they're. They're, I mean, if we're going by Agent Schrader, Ghost is not the most competent group of, uh, of yeah. humans. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll, we'll probably get more answers of that in future episodes, but it's interesting what, like, what is going on with ghosts and the Autobots and Decepticons and what Bumblebee's deal is. So, uh, yeah, and I, I hope, and we'll get more information about what the rest of the Decepticons are doing. Like are, is the major are the majority of Decepticons just like hanging out, living their lives? And there's just a few that are kind of
2: still want to start up the war. Um, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, that's our review of Transformers Earthspark episode eight decoy.
1: So that will take us to the end of this episode of transmissions alt mode. As always, we end the show by giving a shout out to our masterpiece Donatrions, John4x11good and DemonTech82. We give you guys a shout out in every episode because you contribute to the Patreon at our highest level, and we really appreciate that support. So thank you again. And before we leave, I also want to mention our friends at toyhacks.com. So use our promo code TM1234. At toyhacks.com, you can get 15% off your entire order at toyhacks.com. Can be used with your RoboPoints, but not with any other promotional offers at toyhacks.com. And uh, yeah, can use it as many times as you like or as many orders as you like. So remember that code, 15% off every order at toyhacks.com, code TM1234. All right, everyone. Thanks again for watching and listening to Transmissions Alt Mode. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at TransmissionsPodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.